I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. One of those I'll never get to sleep again as long as I live thoughts popped into my head just a little while ago. You know, the kind that zaps your eyes so wide open you have to grab the lids with both hands to pull them shut, you know? You gotta be careful doing that, you know, when you get those eyelids down under your chin. But all of a sudden, it hit me that I wouldn't know what to do if my lady wonder wench all of a sudden realized that no matter how nicely she kisses me, I'm just not gonna turn into a prince. You know, and she figures she wants to do better. See, I got wonder wench from being on the radio. She used to schedule the commercials at the radio station I worked at, so I always screwed something up, so she had to come into the studio and straighten things out in the program log. I liked that, you know, I liked it when she bent over the control board and I could hear her laugh sneak out from under her long, pretty brown hair as it kind of dangled down. She's smart, you know, she, she knew what I was doing. But all of a sudden, I remember just now that every relationship I've ever had came from being on radio or television. I met my first wife when I was doing an interview for a TV newscast, etc., etc., etc. And let me tell you, there were several very nice etc.s. Flashback to a few nights ago, when Wonder Wench and I were at a pizza joint with a bar in front, and I saw this really scungy-looking guy talking to not one, not two, but three very estrogen-enriched young ladies. And I started thinking, how the heck did he do that? You guys ever do that? You think, you know, you see this guy, what is he doing with those women? So I figured it had to be his opening line. And I started throwing my best opening lines at Wonder Wench, you know, and, and watch your sign and all that stuff. And I was watching her reactions very carefully. And I'm not sure if what I was watching was horror or disbelief in those pretty blues of hers. And then she finally said something. It was kind of hard to understand because her teeth were kind of clenched at the time. But I think it was something like, you've got to be kidding, if I'm not mistaken. Of course, I fell back on the front line of defense used by every self-respecting husband. I lied. I said, of course I'm kidding. (laughs) Then came one of those questions that no husband can possibly answer correctly. You guys have heard this one, I'm sure. Quote, if I died... Would you marry someone else? End quote. Guys, in case that hasn't hit you yet, it's a heads up. If you say no, you will get, what's the matter? Wasn't our marriage happy enough so you want to be married again? If, on the other hand, you say yes, you're going to get something like, well, how could you share your life, our life, with someone else? Actually, I think I did pretty well with an answer. I have a small airplane, and she knows that Flying ranks right up there with eating and drinking and wonder-wenching with me. So I said, no, I wouldn't get married again. I'd just go flying for the rest of my life. And come to think of it, that might not be such a lie after all. But then it came to me, the perfect opening line, and I hit her with it. And she blinked. And she had to admit that it worked for her. I could see it startled her. And I was going to tell you the line. Maybe I will tell you the line, but... First of all, help me out here with uh, some of your best lines or some of the best lines you've had used on you. 
or maybe some of the worst, whichever you like. The email address is dick at dicksummer.com. And please don't tell me a guy shouldn't use an opening line, or a girl for that matter, because there has to be an opening line of some kind. Even if it's just, hi, may I sit down? This opening line problem isn't anything new, by the way. Here's kind of an opening line from Dick's Details. There are lots of important things in your life that can keep you up nights, and Dick's Details are an interesting but totally unimportant little bunch of things that can crowd out the biggies in your life for a while so you can nod off. There was a book published in 1799, and it was called Social Niceties for Single Young Men. And it said, quote, If you want to get married, you must stand on your head and chew a piece of grizzle out of a beef neck and swallow it. If you do that, you will become irresistible to young ladies of marriageable age. <laughs> you can't make this up. <laughs> Well, I'm sure it would do it for you, wouldn't it, huh? Come on, if I were a woman, I think watching some dork standing on his head chewing a piece of grizzle would make him well-nigh irresistible, right? Well, no wonder the birth rate was so low in the 1700s. With openings like that, it's, it's kind of a wonder that they had a birth rate at all in the 1700s. Who was big in the 1700s? George Washington, right? Think what would have happened to the country if anybody had caught George standing on his head chewing grizzle for Martha. Can you imagine the political ads his opponent would have taken? Slick George was seen standing on his head. No, it's too ugly. <laughs> Wonderwench says the best opening line for a guy is to tell a woman she's beautiful, but it has to be beautiful. You can't use the words hot or sexy or anything like that. That's not the line I came up with, but um, she did bite on the line that I came up with. Maybe I'll tell you about that line in just a minute or so. However, it is the line... You're beautiful. That line that a guy came up with in the Night Connections personal audio CD. The uh, story called The Workout Woman. I think it kind of worked, didn't it? You're on a business trip. You always stay at hotels where there's a workout room. You're 32, married, happily. And you want to keep the slim, beautiful body that your husband fell in lust with long before he fell in love with you. You're a no-nonsense woman. But right now, there's some kind of nonsense going on right about the same place inside you where you remember feeling a lot of trembling when you had your first crush. You like to start the day with a turn on the Nautilus machines and then take a quick swim before breakfast. This morning, when you got to the workout room, there was a trace of a man's cologne in the air, but nobody was in the room. You started your workout and almost jumped out of your sweats when a quiet, smiling, deep male voice said, Don't bend your back. The surprise made you let go of the machine and the weights clattered to the floor. The owner of the voice came running around to see that you were all right. When he bent down to look at your face, you had the sudden and total attention of two very concerned blue eyes. He had a towel wrapped around his waist and there was toothpaste on his upper lip and a toothbrush still in his hand. You laughed and said, I'm fine. And the eyes laughed back, as if to say, you certainly are. He held out his hand to help you up, and you took it automatically. And his pull was so firm and strong that you lost your balance and you fell against him. He had a slim, hard waist and a firm, hairy chest. And he was in no hurry to let you go. And the towel wasn't much of a disguise for his sudden, intense interest in you. 
He smiled sweetly and said, Hi, I'm married. He just smiled and said, Is your husband a jealous man? You gave him a great answer. You said, I don't give him reason to be jealous. He looked all the way into your eyes and simply said, You are very beautiful. Then turned and walked away. Tonight the memory of him is in bed with you. Your body is on fire, and the more you try to convince yourself that this is silly and unimportant, the more vulnerable you feel. Marriage has taught you about deep levels of trust and faith and security and safe arms in a warm house late at night. So you know you won't sleep with him tonight because you are faithful. But you also know that until tomorrow morning, you won't sleep at all. story called The Workout Woman from the personal audio CD, Night Connections. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast, or you can go to DickSummer.com and click on the Night Connections cover and check out the whole album. Or you can just click on the CD Baby icon, get yourself a fresh download of just that one story. Whatever's good for you. Oh yeah, the pickup line that actually pushed my Lady Wonder Wench's interest button was, this is a quote. How would you like to go for a beautiful night flight in my airplane? And that is a true story. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.